Hey guys, welcome to the Catch Up Time Podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa McDonald, and thank you so much for listening in on today's episode. The world is a different place than it was just a few short months ago, and what people need now is some hope, some uplifting stories, and knowing that we're not alone in this. On my podcast, I'll be shining the spotlight on real people who have been personally affected by the pandemic in order to gain a new perspective and to understand how they've adapted to meet the new world. We'll focus on a bright future, highlighting personal experiences before, during, and after COVID changed everything. We're all learning to live with our new normal, and it's easy to focus on the negativity going on in the world right now. Make sure to listen in and hit subscribe to the Catch Up Time podcast, where each week I hope to bring you some brightness and positivity to light up these uncertain times that we're all living in. All right, let's get started. On today's show, we're speaking with Salathia Richberg, founder of the Scented Affirmations Candle Company and host of her own podcast called On the Road to Happy and Healthy. Salathia and I met back in 2016 when we both worked at a large convention hotel and resort here in Orlando, Florida. After working for a few years as a purchasing manager, she decided to transfer to a different hotel in hopes of pursuing a career in accounting while going back to school. In 2018, she started a wellness podcast called On the Road to Happy and Healthy, which focuses on mental health. And in 2020, she started a candle business called Scented Affirmations, which focuses on bringing self-love and motivation to your front door. You can find Salathia's candles on her website at scentedaffirmations.shop and on social media like Instagram at underscore scented affirmations with an S at the end and on Facebook at facebook.com slash scented affirmations. You can also listen to her podcast now in season two on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play. Now, please enjoy this enlightening and refreshing conversation with Salathia Richburg. Okay, cool. So my name is Salathia. So we know each other from a very large hotel. We work together. Yeah. Well, Hi. it's like almost, I would say like, let's say 15, 16, 17, like almost three years, three I would years. say. Are you still working? I am working part-time, yeah. Super interesting. Were you furloughed at all or? Yeah, I was. For how long? I was furloughed for about six months. So you were just recently mm-hmm. called back just for part-time hours? Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. It, Good for you. And if, thank you. It fluctuates because like during period end, I might get a full week, but for the most part, I'm only working like 24 hours. At least it's something though. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. it seems like most people were not so lucky. And from what I'm gathering, like a lot of people have just been, their jobs have just been eliminated. But yeah, do I've you know a lot, a lot of, of that. Yeah. Do you know a lot of people in that, well, there and at your old property that have also been furloughed yeah. and lost mm-hmm. their jobs? Yeah. It's, it's really sad. It's crazy. And it just, a lot, like the people who moved and transferred to like the, you know, the Bonnet Creek, uh, we basically, you know, we were like, okay, we were excited, but it was also scary because it's a new hotel. So it's like, you're not sure what's going to happen, you know, like we we're very grateful because a lot of us were were like if we were in our old positions 
we would have been those people to get that letter. Yeah, yeah. The dreaded call, as they were saying. Yeah, exactly. And it was really sad. Like, I felt for people Mm -hmm. because, you know, this is your whole life, especially, you know, the first hotel, the one that we worked at together. People were there for like 30 years. Literally. Literally 30. I mean, and that's what's so crazy is like for all those people who were close to retirement, but not ready yet to retire, what are they going to do now? Like, yeah. imagine after being in the same job for 25, 30 years to have to start all over. Um, it's and, and try and find a new job in, in this new world. It's just, it's so different and things have changed so quickly. And, um, you know, I would love to, sh- you know, understand more about your business and, um, you know, what you've done with your time during, you know, quarantine in, you know, yes, I school, right? Are yeah, you going for your master's? Um, no, I'm actually still going for my bachelor's. So when I was a purchasing manager, um, I only had a, an associate's in culinary arts. And um, I was, I felt like I needed to learn more about like the finance aspect of purchasing. And that was what I was most interested in. Mm-hmm. So I actually decided to go back to school. Um, and that's also the reason why I changed like positions and moved as well. Um, but in doing that, because I had a degree in culinary arts, I actually had to start all over again. So it didn't transfer as like an uh, associate's or Only, anything? not really. There was like electives that transferred, but for the most part, I had to start all over. So I went back to Valencia. I started that. And then now I'm at FIU, but I do online. So it's all online. Mm-hmm. And how long do you think you'll be in school for like before you get your bachelor's? Um, I would say like another two years because I've changed my major a okay. lot and so I you're not going changed for... it again. Oh, listen, I changed my major four times when I was in school, so I still graduated on time and it was fine, but a lot of those, <laughs> That's good. yeah, a lot of those classes are transferable from between majors. Where are you, yeah. where are you, like, what are your changes? Where'd you, what'd you start with and what are you at now? I started with communications and then I went to um finance with a minor in marketing then i switched over to finance because it was just too much and then after covid well i would say during covid i realized um that i was going to school specifically for this company and with like how everything panned out it was just a wake-up call like if this company like let you go you literally got a degree just for one position that you wanted and that's not like that's not me being true to myself so mm-hmm. i had to like really re look at myself what i like and in starting the candle business i realized that i like the marketing i like interacting with people i like you know trying to create deals and things to lure them in and stuff like that so totally. now i'm a marketing major <laughs> I think that's brilliant, but you'll be able to use that in what you're building for yourself. You're building your own company and your own culture. Yeah. And I mean, that's amazing. It'll be a skill, you you know, skills you learn in the, with this degree, you'll be able to use immediately in what you're doing. Yeah, thank you. That's wonderful. So with that being said, the candle business, how's that going? How'd you get started with that? It's really good. Um, so basically, uh, during covid like the first i would say like two three weeks that we were furloughed i had a lot of anxiety um i do suffer from depression so i didn't want to go back to like i call it my dark place Mm -hmm. and so i kind of wanted to make sure that i kept myself occupied 
And so it just kind of started with me, you know, doing podcasting um, and then working out, just making my schedule busy. <clears throat> and then I had this crazy idea to start candles. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I told my boyfriend, I was like, hey, like, I want to, you know, start doing candles. And it was just something that I've always had in the back of my mind, but I never pursued it. And I felt like during this time it was the best time to take that risk, totally. you know? Yeah. And so um, I kind of just started practicing and figuring out what it is that I mm -hmm. wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And my podcast is all about, you know, being happy and healthy. It's called On the Road to Happy and Healthy. It's about me focusing on the journey towards living a happier and healthier life, not just mentally, but physically. So mm -hmm. I wanted my candles to be like self-love entering your home to have those affirmations positive messages to kind of remind you that like it's gonna get better and that's kind of how it started it's beautiful i think it's a wonderful thing yeah. you're doing not only for yourself but for so many people that's what this world needs now is the positivity and like messages of hope and that you know there is a light at the end of the tunnel and even if we don't necessarily see it right now it's there um yeah and so many things, you know, have, have changed in our world, but, you know, so many things have stayed the same, like, you know, your depression or your anxiety is still there and I'm sure it festered. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I know for myself, I was very anxious in the beginning of all of this. And up until only a few months ago, really, I was like a nutshell. I felt like I was outside of myself, like it was, you watch the news and you watch TV and you think it's like this like scary place outside. You don't want to go anywhere. You don't want to be around anyone. You're scared to interact with, you know, anyone other than phone calls or with, you know, video chat, which thank God we have that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, really like not for nothing, like the internet has, you know, definitely been like a lifeline for so many people um, in good and bad ways. You know, people hide behind a computer with negative, you know, comments and whatnot, and that's not good. but. It also allows us to connect in ways that we um, probably weren't able to do, you know, years right, ago. Right, exactly. But yeah, I think that, you know, the positive affirmations, that's like an, an amazing thing you're doing. And, you know, all positive messages and uh, relaying messages of hope. And I think that's wonderful. Are you finding um, a really like positive response to what you're doing? Yeah, so far I have. I think um, the the thing that I get the most positive like reviews about is how I've tried to incorporate like aromatherapy sense mm. into each affirmation. So like one of our popular ones is called self-love and it's a mixture of va uh, vanilla and lavender. And so the vanilla is kind of like just gives you comfort while the lavender is more soothing. And then when you kind of blend it together, it's lavender can be strong. So some people aren't really attracted to that. So with the, uh, with the vanilla, it just calms the whole thing down. It's so wonderful. And it's like so interesting. I'm sure you're learning along the way all these different mixtures. Were you into scents and, and aromatherapy before or you've started to get I, into it more? I was, but I wouldn't say strongly. Like it was mostly when I went to like yoga classes mm -hmm. and they like infused different smells. And that definitely was the first thing I thought about when creating the candles. Um, but then I also like thought about, okay, what do I like? Because you can think of a scent and then you'll you'll actually smell it and you're like, okay, no, this is not gonna work for what I want. And there have been times that I've ordered a scent, um, used it, incorporated it, and then it kind of told me its name in a sense. Like when I mix the vanilla and lavender, 
I just felt like, oh, okay, this is self-love. Like, it just it came was to- natural. Yeah. Well, and I think that's that's like the beauty of this. What you're creating is something for yourself. You're scratching your own itch. You know, that's something yeah. that, you know, you can't probably find in a store. Um, I mean, I, I like, you know, have a few candles around the house. And when I you know, take a bath or whatever, I'll like light a candle just because it's like nice. And, you know, but I, I don't think I've ever seen candles that have like such meaning behind them and with such thought yeah. that goes into them. Thank you. That's awesome. A big idea as well was, okay, we're bringing these candles, right, that represent self-love, positivity, but we also want to make sure that we're doing the same thing with our product. So we use a um, all-natural soy wax, which is a natural ingredient. There's no toxins, you know, so this candle is, you burn it and you're safe. You're not like, paraffin wax, for example, has a lot of toxins compared to right? soy wax. Uh-huh. So soy is a healthier alternative. So we kind of also wanted to bring that when representing our candles. When we ship, we use biodegradable um, packing peanuts because they're recyclable. And so we try to just focus on, you know, that concept of trying to, you know, give the best that we can Mm -hmm. in the healthiest way. So the podcast is called On the Way to Happy and Healthy. On the Road to Happy and Healthy. On the Road to Happy yes. and Healthy. And then the candles are called Scented Affirmations, but it's yes. a product of, are you like trying to integrate the two? Um, not necessarily. I mean, okay. it definitely was inspired by the podcast, but um, we've, you know, we've added a new collection called Fumel Candle Co. And that has more food sense for foodies out there. Okay. Um, but they still represent um, a lot of positive messages mm-hmm. um, on the label. And the best thing is you can order the same smell. Like, let's say self-love is your favorite. You'll never get the same affirmation or positive message. Like, it's always different because we want to, like, I kind of believe basically the message you get is supposed to be meant for you. So I don't want it to be robotic. Like, you're constantly getting the same message. Well, and that'll allow people to, you know, acquire a collection of your candles so that that way, (laughs) you know, like, I mean, but that way they can, you know, whatever mood that they're in or whatever, you know, affirmation they need to hear at that moment, it'll speak directly to them. That's wonderful. So the the podcast came before the candles. Yes. How'd you get Mm -hmm. started with the podcast? So before the podcast actually was a blog, I started On the Road to Happy and Healthy in yes, 2018. I yes, 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 I do remember <laughs> yeah. the blog. Um, and so, yeah, so the blog was about for a year and I kept saying I wanted to podcast, but I was like really nervous and a lot of people were like, just go for it, just do it. So I ended up doing the podcast at the beginning of 2020. Um, I started recording in January. And then February is when I released. Got it. And are these interviews or is it you talking like just uh, Most yourself? of them are solo, but now I'm trying to, I'm in season two and I'm trying to incorporate actually more people okay. because I want different perspectives. So I've talked about like how to deal with um, like being at a certain, being a certain age and being at a certain point in your life. Talked about that. Talked about um, if happiness is a destination. Um, talking about my depression and stuff like that. So it's just been 
kind of like a, a road journey, I guess you can say. I think that it's 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 probably for you. I mean, you're getting a lot out of this as well. I'm sure it's very therapeutic yeah. for yourself just to for at least for me when I talk, I mean, I have all these thoughts going on in my head and mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard to like <clears throat> categorize them or analyze them and it's not until I talk to somebody you know, I have a very, you know, strong support system. I have really good girlfriends that I speak to, you know, on a, a couple times a week. And my mom and, you know, my dad are very um, prevalent figures in my life. And I mean, if I didn't have them to talk to, I think I would just go crazy. And my husband, yeah. of course, like, but it's mm-hmm. been very challenging. Have you, when you, when you were furloughed, did you feel like things were falling apart? And, um, how did you get out of that? How did you, like, did you use your own positive affirmations to help yourself or did you have a, a support system that you, that you turned to? Um, I definitely had a support system. My boyfriend is definitely very helpful in supporting me because when you deal with anxiety and depression, sometimes a simple thing can be very big in your life, mm-hmm. especially when you're dealing with anxiety. So basically, um, the first like two, three weeks, I felt anxious because, you know, we were told we can work other places temporarily, but like you also wanted to stay safe. And so it was me being anxious about, okay, what decision do I make? Do I just sit here and not work or do I find a part time job and risk my safety and my health? Because ultimately, then I'm bringing it back to my family. So It was just definitely overwhelming and I decided that I was going to have more therapy sessions. Um, My partner definitely was very encouraging and just helping me through it. And then from there, when I focused back on my podcast, it was easier to kind of focus on positive things. Totally, totally. Especially like I do feel like when I'm left to stew in my own thoughts, it just makes it worse. Yeah, exactly. Third, like a, a second, like outside perspective kind of puts it all you know back into perspective and um kind of you know allows you to focus on what's important and you know the reality of the situation because I agree I watched the news and you know and social media I mean it's like terrifying Mm -hmm. and it still is it still showcases it shows the world is like a very scary place right now and I think what people need are exactly what sorts of things you're putting out there with your candles and with your Um, with your podcast is those messages of positivity and hope um, and showcasing and that's what I'd like to do with this podcast really is hope is um, showcasing people who have been in a dark place or in a in a hard state a hard you know having a struggle whatever that struggle may be and how they lifted themselves out of it how did you pivot you know you going to school right now you, you know you were going to school for finance and realizing that's not necessarily what you see your future being and pivoting and changing, doing something now that actually makes sense. And it takes time to get to that point, of course, but you know, with your support system, I'm sure that was like super helpful in getting on that path, on the right path. The podcast um, was helpful in the beginning because a lot of my emotions that I kind of just wanted to get down and out there, um, I wanted to do it in a way where sharing my story allowed people to feel like okay i can get through it i read a quote somewhere that said um your story is someone else's survival guide so i feel like when you share your story even if you feel like it's something small you know um it can help somebody else and especially what we're going through right now like everyone is struggling with something 
Absolutely. And that's actually exactly what, you know, my thoughts were in the beginning. It's like, I have, there was always something, you know, that was dragging me down or upsetting me, you know, Mm -hmm. where I became a stay-at-home mom, you know, I have a two-year-old and that's not what I had envisioned. I had a full career, a full-time job, a a career, um, a social life and, and all at once, all of that was taken away and no support. I mean, my mom and dad used to come up all the time. You know, our in-laws would come over, we'd have play dates, we'd go and have a babysitter, we'd go out, and all of that was taken all at once. And, you know, just focusing on the negative wasn't helping me. And realizing all the good stuff I still had was what grounded me. And sometimes, like you said, your struggle, just because you have your own struggle doesn't make it any less than another person's it's just different we're all experiencing covid or this you know quarantine this time of isolation in a different way Uh, but it doesn't make your struggle any different or or less than mine it's just different that's all it is Mm -hmm. um no i love that quote say it again the your your struggle is someone else's survival guide yeah your story is someone else's survival guide yeah that's wonderful And that's why I encourage people to always share because you never know. You know, like there's a community for moms out there. There are a community for people who suffer with anxiety, depression, postpartum. Like there's so many different things. So even when, like for example, I follow a lot of mom blogs. I'm not a mother yet, Um, but it still gives me a lot of insight because you can still relate to different people's story in your own way. And one line can literally like impact you. So that's why I always stress like just share what you have Um, and share your story and how you've gone through it and how you made it because there's probably some people out there listening to your podcast like oh wow okay I'm stuck in this place I don't know where to go after being laid off and I see all these people do it differently maybe I should try this or that Mm -hmm. you know just knowing you're not alone in this is so helpful it's so beneficial Mm -hmm. and just knowing that Super interesting. So now what are you doing? You're back to part-time working. Are you working remote or do you go in? I go in. So you yeah. do, what's that like? Um, it's actually not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. Uh, we all wear a mask and it's like very, you know, I feel like it's safe. There's not that many people there. So it's not overwhelming. Um, I like my position. Uh, We all have been separated in different offices for like social distancing. So it's not necessarily like I am sitting right next to someone. We have space. So, yeah. Do you still go and, you know, go to the cafeteria and have lunch together or are you? Oh, yeah. So we do. We still like social distance. But, you know, like that's the only time we can have the mask off. And then we'll just make sure that we're like six feet apart. Um, from each other and then uh, when we go when we finish eating they have like um, this chemical that you can use to clean the surface and it like gets rid of all the germs including COVID so we wipe down our tables and our seats and then we'll go back to work. Well I think that's wonderful that at least you're you feel safe going there because that's like Mm -hmm. a huge thing businesses right now that's in my opinion the most important thing that a business could do is make their customers feel safe being there and you being mm-hmm. an employee are just as much of a customer yeah. <laughs> aren't comfortable going to work mm-hmm. the customers aren't going to go either um 
So that's really nice. That's wonderful. And I think, you know, you said it right at the beginning. It wasn't as scary as you thought it was. Yeah. Because I'm sure like myself, I like picture this like really awful Armageddon hellscape fire situation outside my door. And it's Mm -hmm. just not the case. Yeah. You know, people are respectful and are heeding the warnings, at least in my opinion, when I've gone out. Um, and yes. we've only just started to go out into the world again and, you know, experience, you know, we went to the farmer's market and um, we went to Disney a few weeks ago and, you know, oh, people cool. are definitely, yeah, like they're doing everything in their power, the businesses to make the customer feel and the people that come to their stores or their shops or whatever, like feel comfortable. And where so, do you see the the like companies going? I mean, do you think that they'll bring more people back like soon or do Honestly, you- I'm not sure because the Bonnet Creek Hotel is a little different. It's structured more on leisure guests versus okay. um, you know, like oh, groups. That's true. That's true. That's so, um, I I can't really tell from like where I am. Uh, is the I hotel seen- busy like with leisure guests though? I wouldn't say like extremely busy, but occupancy has picked up. So, you know, considering, yeah. But I think about those other hotels that do rely on, you know, groups. I don't think that they are going to um, get back to where they were for a while. Yeah. I think it's going to take time for for large conventions and group business to return to what it was. And it's such a shame because, I mean, we were at, like, the top of the game. I mean, I feel like, you know, it was, like, you know, record-breaking years in 2019 and slated Mm -hmm. for 2020 to be, like, even better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, right at the top was when all this happened. And, you know, one after another group started canceling. And it was like, oh, my God, now what? (laughs) Yeah, it was really overwhelming. I remember um, my manager, we had, like, a, you know, like, our daily rehearsal. And he was saying, and this was, like, Maybe daily December. Rehearsal. Is that sorry, yeah. Is that is that what they call stand up or lineup? Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> so we um, we were there, and he was talking about COVID. But at this point, it was like only you know out. It wasn't in the U.S. yet. This was in December. And so, wow. Yeah, like December. Mm-hmm. You know, talking about our goal for 2020, and even January 2020, we were talking about, it and he would just keep bringing it up, like to keep it in the back of our minds and say like, I don't know what's gonna happen. And all of us were like, it's not here, like we're fine, you know? And then one of the big groups that we had uh, that were international, they canceled. And then from there, it kind of like all trickled down. Yep. And by that point, I had already transferred to the Bonnet Creek Hotel. So, um, So when yeah. did you start at Bonnet Creek? When was your transfer date? Um, the 29th of February. So, so literally like, like oh. yeah, a week into it, then it was like, okay, we're, everyone's going on furlough. <laughs> and that's why it was so scary. Cause we hadn't even like, yeah. We were so brand new. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. That's crazy. That's like such crazy timing. And I do remember just what you're describing that like in December, we were like hearing about it and it would be mm-hmm. on the news, but like, oh, it's not here. You know, it's not going to get here, whatever, whatever. <laughs> nobody could have imagined like how long it's been going on for i mean the fact that we're in september almost october and it's like we're still so many people are still like furloughed or have been laid off and have moved on um it's it's mind-boggling no one could have predicted this
birthday. I remember back like when Disney in uh, California closed. Yeah, and that was really big. When Disney in California closed, we were all sitting around a table. It was like a Thursday afternoon, and we were all like, "We're next." <laughs> like, there's no way that we can continue because mm-hmm. I mean. And then, you know, you'd think, okay, well, you know, that's, you know, Friday we went in and it was normal. And then by Sunday it was like, I don't want to go back to work. Like then I started being like, you know, nervous, like, I don't think I want to go. And Mm -hmm. that was that, that we had like two weeks of working from home and, um, we're like, okay, well maybe by like, you know, April 30th, like the end of April, we'll be back. Okay. Maybe like Memorial day, yeah, maybe July 4th. And it's like, it just keeps going on. And it's like, at this point, I mean, you just, I don't know when it's gonna return. I can't rely on that, you know, anymore. And we all have to, you know, figure out whether or not we, the people who are still on furlough, like myself, am I wanting to even return to that job? Um, yeah. You know, perhaps the slower way of life and, um, you know, focusing on family and, and that sort of thing and other things that are important. Maybe we were doing it wrong the first time. You know, maybe this yeah. is this is what it meant. It was meant to be all along. It's like a real reset. Do you feel that way now, or are <laughs> I do, I do. I feel like um, in the past I've spent so much time, you know, giving everything into work mm-hmm. and being furloughed and even coming back part time. You realize that there's so much more to life than just going to work. And so even those days that, yeah, I am fortunate that I, you know, am able to sometimes work a full week. It feels overwhelming because I've adapted to a lifestyle of working minimum three days. You know what I'm saying? And then using the rest of the time to focus on me and myself and my family. And even when I was furloughed, a part of me was like, like, I want to go back to work because, you know, we all have bills, but in a sense of like, you know what I truly wanted I wanted to keep focusing on my candle business and just being home and being more in tuned and working on myself because I had the time yeah so going back you know all like the people that came back were you know very grateful but at the same time we're just like okay um this whole week of work um (laughs) we're good with three days (laughs) yeah isn't that funny and before like you said you were devoting i mean there were weeks i worked six or seven days a week every single you know whether it be a few hours or all day um but i think that's a really good point like i mean i don't i don't know how many people, how many people are either pivoting or changing their jobs or thinking that, you know, they can try something new. And then when they are called back, it's like, do I even want to go back to this? Yeah. And then when you, when you look at how certain, you know, people have like dealt with the situation, you kind of say to yourself, okay, like, do I want to go back? Even when you go back, there's no comfort in feeling like I have my job secured because if the economy keeps sinking, then your job is is either eliminated or you're back to furlough. So even being at work, it's not less stressful. I think it's more stressful because I keep thinking in the back of my mind, like, is my position going to get eliminated? Am I going to be useful? You know, is occupancy going to pick up that way we can have, you know, more, job you know, hours? Yeah, yeah exactly. And job security. Absolutely. Well, you at least have picked yourself up in a way that you have positioned yourself 
to have success in the future, whether or not you have a job at the hotel. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. between going back to school and getting your degree in something meaningful that's going to be helpful for your business to grow in the future, you've already positioned yourself in, you know, so many fantastic ways. Um, do do you find? I mean, you're you're younger than I am, but not by much. Do you find your peers and your friends have started their own businesses or have also been, you know, making changes, whether it be with their job or opening up their own stores or or did, yeah. trying a different career? Mm -hmm. So my best friend, um, she unfortunately she works at like Board of Education, um, the school system, and they had let her go. And so during that time, you know, she was like, what do I do? And I was like, you know, you're really artistic. So she actually started like creating logos and custom stuff for people. And she actually like, you know, she draws very well. She does digital art. Awesome. Um, so she kind of focused on that. And, you know, I like the people that have been around me, I'm just trying to encourage them like to use this time to do what they always wanted. Like a lot of people I know on social media, there's like this meme, I guess, that says like, if you didn't start a business 2020, you're not doing anything with your life. Oh. And that's not true. It's really about like using the time to fulfill you, you know? So if fulfillment means trying to create a business for yourself, for your future, then you're fulfilling yourself. If it means taking the time to work out or be in tune with yourself, like whatever it is to fulfill yourself, I think that the lesson I learned is use this time to do the things you never had time to do. When are we ever going to have this much time to do this yeah. again? Really? And even being like back at work, a lot of the, like I used to work out every day. Now I haven't worked out in months and it's frustrating because it's like the time. It feels like I know if I make the time, it'll be there, you know? But when you have so much of the time, you can be like, okay, you know, you take your time, get things done. Yeah, yeah. You no. Well, it, like having too much time is like a good and a bad thing, I guess, because yeah. you, mm -hmm. you can just keep putting it off. But I think scheduling it is definitely a, a helpful tool to have, you know, just allotting this much time and, and setting, you know, goals for yourself and, and um, Holding yourself, holding yourself accountable. You said at the beginning you were using Zoom calls for working out. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Like you and your that's friends would be just cool. like on a treadmill or like going for walks together, but like not together. That's amazing. Yeah. And that's we would amazing. like purchase like some social media, like fitness people, I don't know what you call them, coaches, I guess. They had like their own um, plans. So like I had a plan, my friend had a plan, and then we would schedule our days because we were both furloughed, you know? And so it'd be like, okay, Monday we were doing glutes and then Tuesday we we're doing arms. And we just kind of like did that and it was really cool. And That's then awesome. if we did like a video on YouTube, we would just share the screen and then like put ourselves like in the little corner. <laughs> That's so smart. And that's yeah. what I mean, like technology has like really changed the game for so many people and to our advantage. I mean, co like quarantine would be very different if we didn't have these types of meaningful conversations and connections yes. with people. Do you listen to Tabitha Brown? Have you ever heard of her? I have not. You would love her. She okay, is I'm like my definitely check her out. <laughs> she's hysterical. She's um, on YouTube and Facebook. I don't, I'm not, one of my mm -hmm. friends had shared one of her videos, and anyway, she's she does a lot of vegan cooking. And that's kind of like how I got started, like watching her videos, just because she made stuff that looked good that 
was vegan and you know I like I'm not vegan at all or vegetarian but I'm always interested in like trying a new recipe or whatever mm -hmm. but she sometimes will have these little snippets um like heart to hearts and she said at one of them was like and that I took with me was like what is your talent that you're not using what is something that comes easy to you that doesn't come easy to other people and are you using that for yourself or for others and if you're not why not and yeah. for myself I'm I've always been good at talking I mean I would come hang out with you in the store yeah. and just like yeah. sit and visit like that <laughs> was my jam yeah <laughs> I got paid to like talk to people that was like the best yeah. thing ever and I think that was what I was missing during all this time is like the water cooler chats and like you know just catching up with people um and so how can I use that in a meaningful way and that's kind mm -hmm. of why I started the podcast myself so for you what is what is something that you come naturally that comes naturally to you a characteristic or a trait um mm -hmm. and are you using it that's a good question right I think um I think my storytelling like when I was younger I took drama and I was good at playwriting but I wasn't good at like being in the play like I would get really really nervous mm -hmm. um but then when I went to management I think I turned kind of and I I started to like need to feed off of energies like I wasn't so closed off and so as my personality changed I think my storytelling is something that I'm good at because when I tell that story I try to um hopefully like change someone's perspective or just give insight on something I also think that I have a business mindset just coming from management. So incorporating it into my brand has been helpful. Sometimes a little difficult because you see the vision, but then you have to see the financial part of it as well. You know, like running a candle business is not just about making nice candles. It's also about like my target audience, my pricing, profit and those things. So I think a mixture of both has helped me um, succeed. And I just hope that, you know, it continues to succeed and gets bigger. Where do you see it going in the future? Um, I definitely still, like, I, I see it being a company that is like a very small team, but I want to be able to, you know, pay people what they deserve. You know, I want it to be tight knit, very close family environment. Um, I see myself having like a warehouse and stuff like that. So um, that's where I see it. But definitely sticking more to like e-commerce because uh, it's definitely awesome. If eventually like after COVID, if I could have a store, that would be even better. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah. That's awesome. But definitely sticking with the candles. Do you see, if, you know, other avenues or anything like that? Like, what are your wildest dreams? Where do you see it going? I think I could see it going um, to like soaps and stuff like that as well. Mm -hmm. um, but definitely stuff that just focuses on being mindful to yourself. So definitely don't want to step outside of that. Like it wouldn't be, you know, like selling something like out of the ordinary, something that sticks to our, our brand and what we stand for.
Well, you're obviously building something that is very Thank meaningful you. that so many people are going to benefit from. And I just love the idea and how you even started it. Um, you know, you really picked yourself up and like, you know, I keep using this phrase, but it is, you scratched your own itch. Like you, I'm sure we're, you know, wanting to use, you know, safe candles and have, you know, like beautiful scents that, you know, filled you with hope and love and self-love, as you say. Yeah. And I mean, you, you built that for yourself. So I think that you should be very proud of what you've built Thank and where you. you're going with it. Um, yeah. I hope that I also think. Thank you. I also think it's important to love the product that you, you know, or the product or the service that you give someone. So it's like, I have like five, six candles that I will light, you know, like I love the product that we've created. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, if like I could give anybody advice on starting something for themselves, it's you have to love it first for other people to love it. So if you love podcast, you have to love your own podcast for other people to love it. It's just it's going to give you that confidence that you need because there are days that you won't see sales. There are days that you're not going to have listens. There are days that you didn't reach your goals that you wanted for the month. But when you truly love what you're doing, I think that that helps you get through it and stay on track. Because I think a lot of entrepreneurs, they get discouraged. And I've been there, especially with the podcast thinking okay no one's listening and then suddenly it just boom you know I started getting double of what I was before just staying consistent yeah I think you know your passion will show through in your art and what you're you know producing and if you're passionate about it other people will be passionate about it um and like you said there are days that I'm sure you know it's not you know not every day is going to be sunshine and rainbows yeah. but if you stay the course and you know keep you know enduring and and putting in the work and the effort and the time something good is going to come of it and i think it's important to know that like even if one person listening gets one little nugget of yeah. whatever you said and it stuck with them like that's worth it you know if you can help one person and you know their your story helping them in their struggle you know it's all worth it. Well, it's super great to talk to you. I'm so glad that we Thank got a you. chance to catch up. Yeah, um, what is a good way for people to find you and to search for your products? Um, you can find me at Scented Affirmations on Instagram. It's at underscore Scented Affirmations. Um, and that is our, the candle the candles um and then we also have a second instagram page for our additional collection which is called fumel candle co but that is also tagged in scented affirmations so if you just go to scented affirmations you can click there as well and then, what's the difference between the two candle companies one, the one is like food scents and yeah so I, everything's under the same company it's just two different collections so scented affirmations uh -huh focuses on like aromatherapy smells with affirmations and then fumel is like your foodie smells but then also motivation so when you get a fumel candle i'll give you a perfect example I actually have one here it says prove yourself to yourself not others and so each candle will have like a positive message Okay, so uh, the podcast is on Instagram, On the Road to Happy and Healthy. Um, and then I did want to give your listeners 10% off 
if they decided that they wanted to um, purchase a candle. So if you use catch up time at checkout, you'll get 10% off. Beautiful. Wow, that's awesome. All one word catch up time? Uh huh. All one word. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll link that in the description. And I'll send you the details as well. Yeah. That's perfect. I'll link it in the show notes. I definitely like, you know, really appreciate your time and coming on here and talking and sharing your experience. And I know that um, it's it's been for myself very isolating. And so just yeah. even seeing you and like talking to it, like brings me yeah, back. It's very refreshing. Yeah, it is. It is like, it you is. know, we always had great conversations and it always felt like, you know, very um, real, like our connection. Yeah. So. I remember um, I was like, I'm nervous. But then like, as soon as you're like, hey, I'm like, oh, yeah, hey. I'm like, hey <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope like, I can hello. make you comfortable. Yeah. I have to get better at Instagram. I was like into it for a second with um, when Ollie was first born, I was doing like um, baby led weaning and I started an Instagram page for him showing like how he, you know, how I feed him and how he eats. But then I kind of like stopped. Um, So I need to, I need to get back into Instagram. I'm not like super savvy with it yet, but I also hate Facebook these days. So it's like, it's just, there's so much like political, you know, like noise and, there's all this like outside chatter that's like so discouraging and and I don't know there's like so much negativity in the world you know mm-hmm. and um you know that's why I wanted to do this and I think that's why you want to do what you're doing is to try yeah. and put a little <laughs> bit of like sunshine back in the world and like you know I don't like feeling like this I don't like feeling scared and, and anxious I want to be happy yeah. and I think and I that we're not alone. I don't want to be negative all the time like it's mm. overwhelming Like, I get there's so much going on, but then, like, it's, like, you turn on the TV or you go on Facebook or you go here and it's, like, over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And that's why, like, I encourage people, block the people who post those negative things. Like, it's not personal. It's for your mental health. Like, you know, like, just get rid of them. Yeah, it's so true. Like, block out that noise because it's just Mm -hmm. detrimental. Like, you don't, it just puts you in, like, you know, this, like, anxious, awful state and that's no way to live, like you know yeah I don't know hopefully things you know start I I do feel like we're on like the up and up like you know the worst is over hopefully Mm -hmm. um same I hope (laughs) I hope and you know I think this election you know after the election it'll be very interesting to see what happens um yeah either way it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting whoever wins Mm -hmm. but um but hopefully you know you know life will resume even if it's not what it was it will be the new normal and we're all living with this new Mm -hmm. normal the new norm the new norm yeah well you stay well and um you as well thank you so much yeah absolutely thank you thank you for your time and and uh, i'll let you know before this goes live too so maybe you can share it on your pages and and yeah um, and also let me know so that i can activate the um coupon code and i can make it like three weeks long that way and give some people some time yeah that's awesome man i appreciate that that's gonna be cool anytime <laughs> i want to check out the candles i'll uh i'll take a look and see because that self-love that vanilla and lavender sounds really nice cool yeah we also have flameless options so we have like the wax tarts that you can put in the um candle warmers well i really tried those Mm-mm. 
I have made such messes. You have no idea. Oh, really? <laughs> well, oh my gosh. Because like they're they're plugins to like you know the outlets, yeah. mm-hmm. and I I must. Oh, I you have to do, get one like these. Which one Hold do you on. have? Like a lamp? Yeah. I remember that my yeah. had one in her office. Yeah. So something like this. Oh, and then you just put it on top, and you can leave it. And it's pretty, um, it's better because I know like with pets and young kids, you don't really always want the candles on. So that is better because it's a flameless option and it doesn't get, like the outside doesn't get hot. The outside doesn't get hot. Mm-hmm. The So it just melts and the scent permeates yeah, the air? Yeah, the scent is, to me personally, it's stronger than the candles. Really? Mm-hmm. It'll yeah. fill up the whole room. That's and I got it- that one from Target for like 14 bucks. That's not bad. The lamp, yeah. yeah. And then I put um, two cubes of my um, w- uh, wax melts. So yeah, and there's soy as well. And then you, do you ever like unplug it or is it always melted? Um, no, I do unplug it like because it does like give you warning. Like if you leave it too long, like hours, like eight hours or something, it's going to get like hot eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I'm like in the room, I'll leave it on, but I make sure like before I go to bed at work, I have one and it's like, at, like the end of my shift, I turn it off and I make sure it stays off. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. if you want to switch out a scent, cause sometimes like you'll get so used to it that you can't smell it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, when it, the, like the plate is still hot, I take it out and I just dump it in the trash and then I'll put a new one. That was what or it you was. can scoop it out. Yeah. Oh my god. No, you'll like die when I tell you this. So I had one in our last apartment. Uh-huh. It was plugged into the bathroom, like where you put like, you know, a hairdryer or whatever. It was plugged in there. And it was still not wet, but melted or whatever. And mm-hmm. I pulled it out and the wax just went <gasps> oh everywhere. And it was red. It was like an apple scent. Uh-huh. Oh my god. I was cleaning it off for like weeks to come. And I remember yeah. when we left that apartment there was still wax like a little bit of wax still left on the wall and i was like listen i can't get it off like i don't know what i'm doing but i'm like i can't get it so funny it's so bad but i I will have to try the uh the not the one that gets plugged into the wall like directly but like a little like what are they called flame what are they called warmers um yeah warmers candle warmers Mm -hmm. candle warmers okay i'll have to look into it very good i'll have to give it a try but okay, well, we'll wrap this up now. I appreciate your time, Alexia. Thank you so much for joining me. No on problem. Um, and uh, we look forward, I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Yes, I'm so excited. I okay. can't wait. I appreciate it. You stay well and uh, good you luck in well. school and everything. And good luck with the candles and just all of your endeavors. I think you're going to just, you know, keep on keeping on, girl. You got it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You stay safe. Your family stay safe. Thank you. No problem. We'll talk soon. Have a good rest of the day. Bye. You as well. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Hey, before you go, just a few more things. First off, thanks so much for sticking around till the end. If you liked what you heard and you want to hear more, be sure to subscribe to the Catch Up Time podcast and check back often as we release new episodes. As always, we'll include any links and specifics we spoke about in the show notes below, just in case you missed anything. You can follow the Catch Up Time podcast at ketchup underscore time on both Instagram and Twitter. That's K-E-T-C-H-U-P underscore T-H-Y-M-E, like the condiment and the herb. (laughs) I hope our chat today gave you something to think about and that it sticks with you, something you can mull over through the rest of your day. 
Allow yourself the time to reflect and the grace to discover something new about yourself and about our world. There's a spark inside all of us. Sometimes you just need a little help finding it. All right then, that's all for now. Thanks again for listening in. Be well and stay safe. I can't wait for us to catch up again soon. (laughs) Bye. The Catch-Up Time Podcast is an original podcast recorded and produced in Orlando, Florida. Special thanks to Pink Martini, whose song, Hang On Little Tomato, both opens and closes our show. You can find out more about Pink Martini on their website at pinkmartini.com. Thanks again for listening to the Catch-Up Time Podcast. And so I hold on to this advice when change is hard and Sunny sun.